Okay. What's up? Let's do this service for these people. <laughs> Don't see it as a burden, man. See it as, as a see know, it as a favor that you can hold over their heads. Uh, I'm yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reframe your thinking. Be more you know, sinister about it. <clears throat> What's up? Welcome to episode 192 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we answer the question, what's the hype? I'm J-Ho, and with me is Groove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never want to record this podcast, and as soon as I make that noise, I laugh. <laughs> it just it just breaks the, breaks the ice. <laughs> what's up, man? Been a while since we recorded. Summer has been a, summer is a busy time for us, it seems like. So last summer was pretty, pretty rough too. So Yeah, well maybe this should just be like a seasonal podcast and that's how you know, when we started, for those of y'all, all probably most of all y'all listening except for a couple, although I don't think Josh listens anymore. No, he doesn't. We're gonna yeah, he doesn't listen. We're gonna find out whether or not he listens after this episode. Mm-hmm. But we used to do seasons. We did used to do seasons, yeah. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe this is our summer special episode. Seasonal depression podcast is what we could reframe. <laughs> no, it's, we we depress all the time, bro. <laughs> it's it's all year round for us. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is a summer special. It's been a special summer, being that it's been a, like a blur, a hot a summer blur. retrospective. It's been a hot blur. Like, uh, see those little, uh, you know, like when you see the, the, the mirage in the desert and you see those little waves coming off, that's just all, that's all I see. It's almost like predator vision, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) just, what do you, uh, what, how hot is it down there? Let's talk about the weather. (laughs) Everybody wants to hear about us talking about the weather. It's hot. It's hot. I don't know what it what it hits every day. I don't pay attention, but it's I go outside and I'm like it's too hot. And go right back inside. Like yeah, you got the AC cranking. It's hot enough that it. When, I, mean, I don't wear my shoes in the house. Yeah, we got the AC cranking. Uh, when I go out to check, you got, them, you got them Walmart feet. Yeah, I got them dirty Walmart feet all summer. Uh, I walk to the mailbox. I don't put my shoes on, and it's hot enough to burn my feet now. So, you know. Yeah, but that ain't really that reliable because you soft as hell. No, nah, my feet aren't, though. Your feet are soft as hell. No, nah, I got these thick calluses on my feet from all the barefoot. Got them bounty. Yeah. Got them bounty soles. Uh, yeah, what's up? What's the uh, what's the hype? I mean, to be frank, the fact that we made the time to do this, yeah, it wasn't convenient for either one of us. But it wasn't. Yeah, we both got stuff to do, but we carved out some time. For um, the fans. Yeah. So that's your hype? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm. it's always the same thing. Every time I'm like, oh, man, I got time for this. I should be doing this work, you know? And then I get on here and I see your terrible face and that widow's peak. And I'm that, now you got a mustache going. Okay. And I think, man, I'm real happy that I see my... My boy Joey here, yeah, with Tattoo and Canada behind right, him, and right up here. I got my Nate Bergazzi shirt on from when we went to see oh, Nate okay. Bergazzi. Yeah, it's the Oregon Trail I, Generation shirt. Put that on. It's, uh, had yeah. to make sure that you Good. mentioned your shirt. I mean, we're hitting all the all, all the, the notes. All the notes. I, yeah. I missed recording, man. I was like, man, we haven't recorded in a while, so. 
I called you for some reason. Oh, uh, you had a you had a separate question about yeah. a work thing. And like, then hey. at the end of the call, we had this real tightly jam packed phone call, like straight to the point. Didn't catch up or anything. Just right to the point. And then at the end of the, you're like, hey, uh, we should probably record a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a little while, so. <clears throat> um. Did you even put the last one up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, pretty sure. I felt I felt like there were two that we recorded. Only one made it up. Really? Is there a secret episode I haven't put up? No, I don't think Ooh. so. Which one is the which one's the most? Episode? What's the most recent one? My fucking Spotify is a piece of shit. <laughs> it just started installing when I clicked it. I'm like, can I click this and see what's <laughs> going? On? Oh no, we want to update right now. Oh, you want to update? How about that? Last one was uh, episode one ninety one. Well, this one is kind of grim. Yeah, that's the last one. This that's, that's yeah. we're we're up to date. This is one ninety two. So once this one's up, we're we're good. All right, cool. Well, up. you're welcome, Dan Shoots. Yeah, there you go. Um, a lot of pickle talk on the uh, Instagram. Just all about pickles. It's just devolved into pickles and Kid Rock. It's just pickle rock. It's just switching between feeding Kyle's ego and feeding Jake's ego. Just. Kyle ain't even listened to an episode of the podcast since maybe 152. <laughs> he didn't listen to the one where I was up there. He was around. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I ain't seen a lot of him lately. I got he you. had that. Uh, not, not for. Oh, y'all had a falling out. Reason. Y'all had a falling out. No, he had no falling out. No. You just hadn't seen him. Well, he's got he's got a second kid now. You know, mm. he lives about an hour away. Oh, so I try to we try to see each other once a month. Yeah, I got you. Well, I I, I see yeah. him a lot less than that. So yeah, well, I see him. I've seen him one time ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, so what's what's your hype? What's my, up? Well, they, they they brought back the paper pro tour qualifier events for magic they got rid of it and stuff and now so now paper i mean like not playing online like playing in person now we've got we got the ptq season the pro tour qualifier season so been playing in some of those events and it's fun to play competitive magic for high stakes again you know not high stakes but it's like you know it's a thousand dollars for the top eight amongst the top eight but if you win you can go to the pro tour you know it's like the you know the uh, highest you can compete at pretty much. How many people enter this uh, a qualifier event? It depends. It depends on the store. It depends on the format they choose. It depends on how well they've promoted it. The two I've played in have been forty five people apiece. Wow. So where did you land? Forty four. Like forty eight. I don't know. Like I just has not broken my way so far. I have not done very well. So I mean I've been middle of the pack actually, but uh, you need to be top eight. You know you got you trying to you, well, you, you really got to be number one decks. to get the qualifier. So I just had really bad matchups. The joke is it is it, that I always face the worst matchup for my deck round one, and then I go into the casual bracket, which is all the people with their like, oh this is my deck that's built around all the clams and magic. All the clam creature type. Oh, I didn't even know there was that was a thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's been up and down. I'm planning one this weekend. Looking forward to so. 
we'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's it's hype to play some magic again in paper. Uh what's your what's your not the hype? This is I don't know. I I'm a child. That's what that's what my not the hype is. I'm dealing with my own lack of maturity as it relates to self-care. Um, and this, we could get real deep with this. I don't think we need to get that deep. I mean, this ain't therapy. No, but, but damn, man, I wish I could, I wish I took better care of myself. There's two things. One, I overcommit my calendar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I would say you I'm do leaving that, yes. my, huh? You do that. I would say that you do that. I'm, yeah, I'm the other way. I undercommit. I've, so I don't commit to anything. Well, so. Somewhere in the middle is probably the healthiest way to be. Yeah, and I don't really know what that is. I've always yeah. seen moderation as a a place I pass through from one extreme to another. Right. And I, you know, I mean, granted, a lot of my life is a lot more. It's a lot better now. It's a lot more responsible. You know, I mean, I have a, a good amount of responsibility. Couldn't couldn't be as overcommitted as I was if I didn't have a lot of time management responsibility. But mm-hmm. son of a gun, man, I'm. I'm trying. So I, okay. So I had, um, I had four days home alone in July. Yeah. And everybody, so I had people coming to stay with me and I was out of town for work and some yeah. fun. And, uh, at the end of it, I was like, all right, I canceled the final, I was supposed to go out of town for like a family reunion at the end of the month and I was going to leave Thursday night and come back on Sunday. And, uh, I just, I didn't go. Yeah. I just didn't go. Mm-hmm. I would just texted my family and I was like, Hey, I can't make it. Yeah. And I felt like an absolute heel yeah. for not doing it. I felt yeah. terrible. You were like, I'm, and I'm I knew, quitting the family. I'm, I knew I'm done with the fam. I'm done with you all. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Not only don't, am I not going, I'm not part of the family. Don't call yeah. me. I'm not coming to Christmas this year. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about it is, I you know, the only thing I hate worse than, like, being overextended is canceling on people once I've made a commitment. Like, if I tell you I'm yeah. going to be there, I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and this was, this there's a lot more going on than just, like, just the fact that I've been overextended. But I had, I had had people at my house for... 11 days straight, three different groups of people come and stay with me for 11 days straight. That's a lot. And I was going to be leaving before the final group of people left. Yeah. So the fact that I stayed in town for that weekend meant that I got to spend one more night with the house guests, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Get this. This is how I know I'm sick. They left on a Friday and because I, because I was supposed to be out of town, I, I went ahead and <clears throat> I didn't necessarily change the schedule at work. Yeah. And so I didn't go to work on Friday morning. Yeah. And I stayed home and I, you know, and I did chores all day. Yeah. And I like doing chores, right? That's there's, good. I got some, my house there's reset. Some, there's some chores in this house. There's some chores, there's some in, this chores in this house. Yeah. And um, Friday night was a quiet night, you know, stayed, stayed home, didn't go out, didn't do anything. Woke up Saturday and I was like, man, I, I really think I made the right decision mm-hmm. by not going on this trip. Even though it was like sad, it was yeah. bittersweet. I was, mm-hmm. I still knew I made the right decision. 
But my God, by Saturday afternoon, I was like looking around. I was like, man, can I like do something? Like, what can I do? (laughs) (laughs) You've just been conditioned to have to do something all the time. I'm the opposite way where I have like, I just have embraced like not doing stuff to the point where I'm like, come on, man, we got to get up. We should go to this thing. Like, it's okay. We can go to this thing. We can do this, you know. I'm making an effort to do more of that, but like, yeah, I, I, man, I value my free time, you know, I value my downtime, but it, it does suck to cancel on people. The thing is like when you cancel on people, usually they don't put nearly as much thought into it as you think they do, you know? No. I mean, granted yeah, totally it's your family, right. so they might, they're probably bummed or whatever, but like I had this surprise birthday party this past weekend for my buddy, Matt Gossett from Columbia. Shout out to Matt turned 50 this weekend. Um, Damn. He was a college friend, and I don't see him that often. Talk to him once every blue moon. But um, some of his friends that we were, you know, mutual friends of ours, contacted me. It was like, "Hey, can you come into town for his birthday?" I was really trying to make it work. It just didn't work, and I felt so bad about it. I told Scott, my, his friends, our friend Scott, I was like, "Man, I can't make it." He's like, "Man, it's all right." He's like, "Well, I set up to a time when you can call him during the party." So I did that. Talked to him. It was nice, you know, and like, but I had so much dread of canceling. I waited till the last minute to actually cancel because I was like, I yep. got to try to make this happen. I And then I, you know, it was like, well, I'll just think about this the rest of my life. Every night I'll wake up and be like, <laughs> I missed his party. Uh, and granted, Matt was like, he was like, man, it's so great to talk to you. Like, he wasn't upset I wasn't there, you know? It's like, he's like, nope. understood, so it's all right. But you got to have some grace with yourself and it's hard sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's truly not the hype, you yeah, know? It's like, because in my mind... I did not plan to get this honest yeah. uh, on this uh, podcast, pull up, pull up, but pull up in my here. mind, yeah. it is, if I say no to you, then that means that you're going to think that I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't want people to think I don't like them because generally most of the people that I'm making plans with, like I, I don't really make a lot of plans with people I don't like, you know, yeah. I just have a lot of people that I like. I stay in touch with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of like, all right, well, if I say no to you, then it means that. So I get this. I had this friend. He was supposed to come stay uh, with me in um, May. Yeah. Right. He lives up in Boston, but he's got family down in Southern Rhode Island. He's like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be driving down there. So can I, I'll stop by on Friday. I'll crash with you, you know, spend the night, whatever. And then I'll go on down Southern Rhode Island on Saturday. And the, <laughs> the week that he was supposed to come down, he texted me, this is May. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is May. Yeah. <clears throat> He texted me and he said, Hey, I just tested positive for COVID. I won't be able to make it. Mm. And I said, that's okay. How about the second October? And he said, sure, that sounds good. And then later that night he texted me and said, is there something wrong? (laughs) Like, is there, are you mad at me? Are you upset with me? I was like, no, what's the matter? He was like, well, (laughs) it's May and you're, Saying the next time you can see me is October. Yeah. You know, like that's like, that's like half a year away. And so I took, in fact, I was with Kyle at yeah. the time. I took, I pulled, I pulled up my calendar and I texted this big long paragraph to this friend of mine. Yeah. Every single plan that I had for every single weekend from May all the way to the second weekend in October was already booked. Yeah. And, Kyle was like, what are you doing over there? Like Kyle, you, Kyle was just I, eating pickles. 
he was just eating pickles. Like, why are you standing just? I was like, I was like, look, man, I, you know, this guy had rescheduled with me, and I got rescheduled with him six months later, and he's, you know, he's like worried that I'm mad at him. I'm trying to prove to him it's not about him. It's just like this is what I've committed myself every weekend. You know, and the truth is, when I tell people this, every single person looks at me and they're like, God, that sounds terrible, man. Like, why are you? But when I'm doing it, I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, straight up, my friends come over. I'm ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. But, you know, don't cancel on me because you ain't going to see me for another six (laughs) months, I guess. That's the moral of the story. I guess I should just be more honored that you make time to record the podcast. I, you know, it's like, well, you should feel very honored, I and then the people that get to experience the podcast, they should honestly, they should feel. I'm really proud special. of myself. That's what I'm proud of. Is me for. <laughs> I should feel honored too because you get off the couch. <laughs> that's right. I to record the, the podcast. I do the absolute bare minimum to record the podcast, and that's uh, <laughs> that's saying a lot. We got different. We both come from opposite directions <laughs> to make this magic <laughs> to happen. In the middle. Some would say, <clears throat> yeah. So my resolution is I've already got, it's August. I'm, I've already got my new year's resolution. You ready? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's saying no. That's my new year's resolution. Do. And it is a, it is a, sometimes you just got to say no. I can't no. Not, I'm going to think about it. Sometimes you just got to be like, no, I can't. Sorry. But see, here's the thing. I'm like, but that's like, that means that like, yeah, well, I guess we ain't friends no more. But that's, that's your, that's in your head though. That's if your friends are going to be like that and you say no to them one time and they're like, fuck that guy. Then I don't think you have that good of a friendship with that person. You know? No, of course it ain't like that though. It's just like, if they're like, Hey, you want to get lunch? And I say, no. Yeah. Then what? (laughs) I don't know. I don't. Oh, I guess yeah. I'm. I'm never guess gonna eat lunch with that guy again. Never gonna ever, ask you I guess ever I, again, right? I'm not gonna. Ask, yeah. Okay. Well, what about dinner then? No. No. That that's unreasonable to think that that someone thinks that about you. That's. I'm saying something's this wrong is, with you. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. There's definitely yeah. something wrong yeah. with me. You know, I, I'm gonna go even deeper. You know, what my therapist says what. He says it's a coping mechanism for generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I he's mean, like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you got to learn how to execute on saying no. Yeah. But like, it ain't, he's like, pretty successful with this coping mechanism. You yeah. do a pretty good job. But like, the truth is, you, you know, you think if you're busy, then like you ain't, you, that anxiety is suppressed, you yeah. know, but when it, you're just channeling it into something. So, yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm the least anxious person you know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's great. That's great. You go to a therapist and then tell them, you know, how to do their job. So I usually give them notes yeah, at the yeah. end of each session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me about you. I'm like, you doing, right? Hey, here's where you're doing yeah. a good job, Stokes. <laughs> Yeah, I like, feel you on that. We, is it, I'm thinking about this. This is how I know he's right. It's like yeah. the anxiety stuff, I can tell. Just like you and I, we're on we're on this video conference, yeah. right? So I meet him on yeah on yeah, video yeah. conference. I can tell when he checks his phone. Oh, I'm too scared to say anything. You're like, oh, what was it about oh, what I said that made him check his phone? I'm like, oh, I'm boring you. Yeah. All right, oh. let me. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna make some shit up. Yeah, 
That's why I always say with Jackie, when I'm talking to Jackie and she's not paying attention, I'm always like, and then bees flew out of my head. <laughs> and then she's like, what? Bees didn't fly out of your head. I'm like, yeah, but what did I say before that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. I was paying attention. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I mean, do I want people to know this stuff about me? Uh, no. Do they already know it about me? Probably. <laughs> probably. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know it. Yeah. It's also okay to say no, you know, and it's okay to reschedule and it's okay for that. And people. Well, let me tell you, if, if you listen to this podcast, just know that I ain't going to see you in 2023. Yeah. I, you you know, ain't, I, we ain't going to hang out. Right. I'm, yeah, apparently, I have to up. say no to everybody. Just say no. Yeah, go swing the pendulum in the other direction and just say aggressively say no to everything. I'm not going to offer an explanation. No. Yeah. Christmas, no. no. Not celebrating. No. Nope. No. Yeah. You can't. What? You mean like no lunch ever? No. No, never. <laughs> I'm never eating lunch with anybody ever again. No. Why? No. No. Are we friends? No. Yeah. Nope. Why not the hype? I got a story, Tom. I got a story for you. All right. Right. So the other day, you know, I've talked about my neighbor across the street on here. He's a unique fellow. That the Um, guy with the element, or the guy that came to try to buy your? No, no, no. That's the guy around the corner. This is. Oh, that's the guy guy with like ten cars. Yeah, he's got all these cars, and he's kind of like I don't know. He's kind of like a rapscallion type character, you know, Uh, uh, whatever you would call that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a likable rapscallion, you know, he's always, but he's, he's one of those dudes, like I've said, that like, if the house, if some, if the house was on fire, he's going to be the first one over there with the hose to try to put it out, you know, like he's, he's looking out for the neighborhood, he's looking out for everybody, you know, um, he, he does like con- contracting, so he does roofing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's always got these dudes over there that work for him. Like he, you know, and Usually they don't, it's not a lot of shirt wearing amongst these dudes, you know, he's like roofer guys, they don't wear a lot of shirts, you know, so there's always like dudes on his front porch with the shirt off and everything, which I, it doesn't bother, I don't care, whatever, but like, I don't like, I just, I've gotten used to it, I don't ask any questions, my neighbor, he's not there very often, he's usually out working or something, but these guys come by and pick up their paychecks or whatever from him and stuff. Anyway, the other day there's one of these dudes out there on the porch at like 2 p.m. and 2 p.m., not a.m., 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And he, I guess he's just waiting for, for my neighbor, and I'm like, all right, well, he's not here. So I just forgot about it. I went and played Magic, came home kind of late, and I, it's like 10 o'clock at night, and I start making dinner. And like 10.30, yeah. I was like, hear something outside, and I'm like, what is like, – that is and, – and let me preface this. My neighborhood is like – they don't really wild out over here. It's like – it's a lot of old folks. Mm-hmm. It's chilling. It's like you've been to my neighborhood. It's quiet, suburbia. <laughs> you know, if somebody changes something in their yard, everybody's upset about it. You know, it's like we don't, we don't cause a lot of problems over here or whatever. Anyway, I'm here, and I'm like cooking dinner. I'm like, that sounds like – that is unmistakable. That is wagon wheel. So, wagon wheels coming from outside. Is it like – I was like, is it, well, it's 1030 at night. Who's playing wagon wheel loud enough that I can hear it in my house. So I go and I open the door and I look across the street and this dude, you know, shirtless roofer guy, he's over there in the yard and my neighbor has, he likes the beach, big fan of the beach. So he has had a, a beach installed in his yard 
I would describe it as more of like a sand trap in golf. It's a large section of his yard that has been uh, removed and replaced with sand. Do you like all of the annoyances of sand, but none of the ocean views? <laughs> yeah, none of the benefits of the beach and all of the negative. The sand, the worst part of the beach. I'd like that in my yard. So he's like, you know, he's got that thing over there. And in the middle of it, he's got a bird bath, as you do, you know, and, keeping up with the beach theme of bird bath you know mm-hmm. it's got a big traditional bird bath you know on the pedestal and i look over there and this dude is out there with a boom box playing wagon wheel loud enough for me to hear it and he's got the top off that bird bath and he's holding it in his arms and he's like walking around with it okay like kind of like oh i'm carrying the bird bath like walking around like kind of wobbling and stuff like holding a wagon wheel. Like holding a wagon wheel. Yes, I guess so. It's, it's on theme or something. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, and like I've learned in my life, like I just have gotten, I'm like, you know what? If I mind my business, things are way better for me in life in general. Just mind my business. Yeah. Don't get involved. But I do have this thing with my neighbor where I'm like, hey, man, like he's like, hey, if something's going on in my house, let me know. You know, so I feel kind of obligated to be like, all right, I feel like I need to let this dude know that this guy is out. I don't know who this guy is, but he's got he's got his bird bath off the pedestal. So I'm like, come back inside. I, I messaged my friend Matt, who I knew Matt was up. And I was like, hey, man, this is going on across the street. You've seen my neighbor. This is what's going on. He's like, well, shoot a video of it. I'm like, all right, well, I'll try. I don't want I'm this dude to. I don't want this guy to see me video videoing him, you know? So I open the door and I look across the street and now he has put the bird bath on the pedestal again, re- restored it to its original thing. And he is on his knees praying to the bird bath, like in a worshiping pose like this, you know, hands up and down, like he is worshiping the bird bath and now push a man by uh Curtis Mayfield is playing. I'm your pusher man. Ding, ding. I'm your pusher man. And I'm like, why didn't you sing Wagon Wheel when? I don't know. Because I think, I think Wagon Wheel has, no, I think that that's been sung enough. Um, well, I don't you know. love Let's Wagon Wheel. You're from, it's like the Tennessee State song, isn't it? Come, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Rock me, mama, not the way to feel. Ooh, mama, rock me. And then you have the shitty Darius Rucker version, which is that same thing, but worse. Uh, anyway, hope that you made you the, happy. I, the lyrics to it don't make sense geographically. <laughs> yeah. I've never thought they about don't, that. But, they don't. Yeah. You can't. He's like, you can't have. I've, I've, I mean, I'd have to go back and reread it. But like, if you look at a map, it doesn't work. Because he gives the directions of where he's going and stuff, right? Yeah. And it where he's going to, from da, is like, da, da, it's like the truckers going west from Philadelphia, but you can't go west to get to Johnson City. And yeah, it's, like, anyway, uh, it doesn't surprise me that, that that song is like, I mean, whatever. But anyway, the song's gorgeous. Uh, just, yeah, and I'll, beautiful I'll go to, I, I don't okay, care. Okay. Everybody yeah. hates that song. I hate that song. Everybody yeah. hates it that song. It doesn't surprise me that you like that song, though. I don't like <laughs> it. I just don't mind it. It's satisfying. Scratch his niche. Uh, it's, I don't know. If you've been to as many weddings DJing as I have, then you get sick of it. Um, I've I've been I've been in 20. Yeah, I've probably been in almost <laughs> as many. Anyway, the guys out there well, worshiping. You maybe, you maybe, you've probably been in 19. 21, probably. Um, 19, the guys I'll worshiping the thing. And I, so I'm like, holy shit. So I get my phone and I'm like trying to get to where I can record. And I look back up and now he's got a rake 
and he's raking the gra- the uh the sand in the sand pit, okay? To push a man. It's a Zen garden. It's like a Zen garden. He's getting Zen. He's raking and this is you know, we're we're approaching eleven o'clock at night at this point. Push a man's playing super loud, you know, and like my elderly neighbors, I'm like, oh my God, they're about to call the police. So I'm like, I recorded it and I sent it to Matt and Matt's like, dude, this is weird. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I guess I need to tell my neighbor. So I messaged him and said, hey man, uh, there's a guy with his shirt off in your yard raking your uh, sand pit. Uh, it's not bothering me, but it's kind of weird. And uh, <clears throat> so then I, you know, I send them the text few minutes later the phone rings and it's him and i'm like oh boy i answer the phone he's like hey man you'll never guess what kind of shit happened to me today i'm like uh (laughs) all right he's like yeah some shit went down he's like is that motherfucker still over there and i'm like oh god what have i done oh shit i have not minded my business and now i'm pulled into this thing and i'm like uh i think i get out pull me back in i'm like uh yeah, yeah, he's st- he's still over there. Uh, but it's okay. Uh, he's like, no, it's not. It's not. I'm I'm on my way. I'm gonna can't. I'm gonna handle this shit right now. And I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, oh no. I've watched enough true crime with Jackie to know that this is how all this shit starts. You know, this is like for the I reenactment. Want to, I want you to come over and watch this. Oh my god. I'm like, oh no. I'm gonna get this guy killed. I'm like, yeah, the motherfucker's still over there, but he he's okay. He seems like a nice motherfucker. And so, you know, and he was praying. My na- yeah, he was praying. Um, it, my my neighbor, I've said before, has this SUV with the loudest bass system in it you've ever heard. It rattles your your it will rattle your uh your feelings out of your teeth. I've had to call him to tell him that the dog was upset. Please please turn the bass off. So you know when he's coming around the corner, you know. So he he comes screeching up, you know, <laughs> bass booming. It's eleven o'clock at night at this point. This guy, the guy, has gone inside the house at this point. I guess he had a key to, the, to his house or whatever. This is open. So then my neighbor goes inside and I just hear him yelling at each other and I'm like, oh shit, this is not going to end well. Done. Just look, this is I I caused this yelling yeah. and screaming, you know, and I hear it and then um and then. A few minutes later, it gets quiet. I'm like, oh, shit. And I look outside, and they're both on the porch smoking cigarettes, just talking to each other. So I guess it all worked out. I wish I had a more satisfying conclusion to the story. Well, that's that was it? My, that was it, yeah. Damn, I've never been as disappointed well, in you as I, I am the, right the good now. part of the story was the man dancing around with the, <laughs> with the bird bath. Like, what more do you want out of this? I want you to text him right now and say, hey, man, whatever happened with Rake Boy? <laughs> hey, hey, call call into the show. I'll try to follow up and find out. I, I'm, I'm scared to ask because then I get involved more, you know? Then you become an accessory. Then I become an accessory to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked nobody called. That's why I told my neighbor because I'm like, he don't like attention brought to his house, you know? And I'm like, this is about as much attention as we can bring to this house in this neighborhood without the cops showing up you know um yeah also there's like 20 sheriffs that live in my neighborhood so i was like one of these dudes gonna pull up here in a minute you know and this guy's gonna try to abscond with this bird bath but anyway that was my not the hype i, I, I was having to deal with that i like that i like I, you know next time 
wagon wheel comes on, I'm going to slow dance with a bird bath. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's it's therapeutic or something. Maybe you need to do it. Hey, mama rock me. Mama rock me. It's a very sensual dance he was doing with the bird bath. You know, it's like, all right. Is it a concrete bird bath? Yeah. It's not a light bird that, bath. So that, that had to be heavy. I would assume it's heavy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what the dude was doing. I don't know what <clears throat> he was. I know what he was doing. Doing that Walter Drugs. White. Doing that Walter White. You <laughs> <laughs> got the E on that Heisenberg. Yes, <laughs> on that Heisenberg. I don't want to say that, but yeah, you know, it's it's definitely if if I were to to venture a guess, I'd say maybe there's some meth involved. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Oh man, what um, what have you been consuming? Um, I have been watching a lot of things. So I watched the Val Kilmer documentary. Was it good? E- yes, it was very sad, but it was very like uplifting at the same time. I think it also like very conveniently brushes over his uh problems with being a problem actor and hard to work with. He's yeah. he historically he has been an asshole to a lot of people he worked with and he kind of addresses it but not in a satisfying way. Um so I think that like that was one of the criticisms of the film and like he kind of says like it, I was difficult to work with because I'm you know I care about my craft or whatever but it's like yeah but you you put a cigarette out on a on a cinematographer one time like you know but uh, whatever. Um it was it was decent but it made me want to watch his movies, you know. I've, yeah. I did not realize, you know, he's been in a lot of great movies and there's some of them, most of them I've seen, but there's some of them I hadn't seen. Um, so I watched, I watched the doors again. Oh God. Which, oh yeah. So I, I, I don't know if you went through this, but most white dudes of our age have gone through a Jim Morrison phase. Not all. You may have missed it. I was above it. Uh, uh it, good for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. I went through yep. it in college. You hit a point. I read No One Gets Out of Here Alive, the Jim Morrison story. I read the book, you know, and I watched the mo- and I watched the doors of the movie. It's like, man, he's such a poet. He's so deep, you know. But then I would say this is one of the, the you know, a lot of people say that the point where you become an adult is when you realize you, when you decide what your parents have told you is wrong and what is right, what they've told you and you've made your own decisions. I would say you hit you when you really become an adult is when you realize that Jim Morrison's just full of absolute shit as a as an artist yeah, and these yeah. lyrics are garbage. Like I would say that's when you truly become an adult. So anyway, I rewatched the movie and it's Oliver Stone. I like Oliver Stone. I remember the movie being good. It was not good. The movie is not Whoa. good. Um, and it, it, it lays in, it, it doubles down on the Jim Morrison is a, is a profound pro poet thing to the yeah. point where it's like, I described it to Papo as it, it, this seems like it's a Saturday Night Live skit at this point about how deep Jim Morrison is, you know? It's saving grace is that Val Kilmer is fucking incredible in it. And yeah. he is, he becomes Jim Morrison in a way that's like fucking, it sends chills down your spine and just totally shines more of a light on him being an asshole, you know, not Val Kilmer, yeah. but Jim Morrison being an asshole because he plays him so well. I think maybe he's a little too harsh in his portrayal of him even. Um, but anyway, Val Kilmer is great in it, but the movie's a piece of shit. And Jim Morrison's just like fucking, I'm just like, I, I, 
I had always thought I in recent years I've thought man Jim Morrison's just a hack. But man, some of those lyrics are just like the blue bus is calling us. What? All right, Dr. Seuss. What are you what are you talking about here? It's like, you know, I can't, could not eat them on a train. I could not eat them in the rain. Yeah, dude, Jim Morrison is a poet for motherfuckers that don't know what poetry is. <laughs> totally. It's like I was like, well, he just said that word because it rhymed with the other word. It makes no sense. It doesn't make yeah. a statement. He said bus and us because they rhyme. Have you have you ever read it uh, that there's a conspiracy theory that Jim Morrison and the Doors were a project by the, CIA. the CIA? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. 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 Well, somebody brought that up on my Facebook post about it, but um, I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, I guess it's believable in that they made a rock star. That's I read like 2,000 words of what was probably a 15,000 word article. And I was like, I've read enough. I don't care about the doors <laughs> or care. about this conspiracy theory. So I can just go on with my day. This, oh man. Yeah. Don't, I didn't finish the movie. I, I, I turned it off about 10 minutes before it was over. I was like, I can't. But it, 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 it's a straight, they go into the desert at one point and they're, Jim Morrison's like, we're, they all take drugs and they're like, we, you got to embrace the dragon. We're going to, we're going to touch dicks and grab the dragon by its tail, man. And then fly around on the dragon. And I'm like, this, this is really a, this is a scene in a movie right now. Holy shit. So fucking horrible. And then <laughs> the best part about it is your boy Johnny Drama plays the drummer for the Doors in it. I don't know if you remember that. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon, you know, yeah. you're a big I fan of him. Dillon. I know you're a big fan of him. <laughs> he, he plays, don't level that accusation to me. He, How dare you? He plays John Densmore. How dare you? I got he, vulnerable I mean, about was. my own insecurities today, and here you are saying I'm a fan of Johnny Drama. I'm just saying. What you, you're mistaking is it's Johnny Bananas. You you really liked Entourage, and I I'm oh, so, fuck you. It's I'm all right, quit. man. I'm leaving. <laughs> you're a big you're a big entourage apologist. I know and I agree with your points, most of them. Like it is a very sexist show, but like you had to be I, there. I cannot um, believe how upset I am that I'm concerned that people don't know that you're joking. Uh, well, am I joking? We don't know. Um, but anyway, oh he's in God. it. Uh the guy <laughs> this is the cast is batshit crazy. It's uh, I don't know what Meg Ryan's doing in the movie. She's just doing her own thing. Um, <clears throat> the bassist for The Doors is played by the guy from Br- Brad from Pulp Fiction. Check out the big brain on Brad. Check out the big brain on Brad. Brad. You know? He's the one. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? Uh, he's black. <laughs> he's that guy. That's who he, that's who he is. That's that's who plays the... the, the, the uh, Robbie Krieger, the the basis for the Doors. <clears throat> yeah, I do fuck hard with L.A. Woman though. That song's pretty good. I like I like L.A. Woman, but and I will say I like the I do I do not I think Ray Manzarek's organ shit is is an interesting sound for that era. You know, well that's the keyboard. To be stuff. honest with you, it's funny because I really like <clears throat> these days. I like I can appreciate the texture that like organs and keyboards bring to like the sound mm-hmm. of a band. But that was what made me so out on the doors was that annoying tone. On you that didn't like that. Organ. <laughs> it annoyed me. 
nah, 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 nah. Like, I just I think it's I don't and I don't bro. care who like <clears throat> somebody's scoffing at me right now like I, how can you be so like the doors bro, I know what I like I, I'm giving them a slight bit of praise but that the doors suck so I'm fine with it you just say whatever you need the, to say there's they're terrible I don't like the doors I'm not gonna say they suck I mean they do they no do. they suck say it come on say it they suck. They suck. <clears throat> the yeah. doors suck. Here's the thing. Like the Beatles, Pink Floyd, the BC boys, those are three groups that I don't like, but I respect. You you understand what the, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I get it. I get there. it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Go right ahead and enjoy them. The yeah. fucking doors. Like, no, yeah. they ain't up there. They just, they ain't the good. The blue man. bus is calling us. What? And he walked on down the hall. That's that's a part of one of their songs. It's like fucking Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss would be better than Jim Morrison at writing poetry. Like at least at least Dr. Seuss is supposed to be absurd. Yeah. Oh man, you just don't man, get it, you bro. You don't get it, man. We yeah, I fucking get it, dude. Yeah. I fucking get it. I've us. been getting it. You understand the bus is blue because it's it represents the blue collar worker. It was that era, man. They expanded our horizons, the, bro. The, the fucking organ is annoying. Let's just go to a fucking carnival, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I watched that, but then I followed it up with Tombstone, which I'd never seen. I've never seen Tombstone. I'm like the only white dude of my age that has not watched Tombstone. Part of the reason I haven't watched this is because everybody's like, it's the greatest movie ever made. You got to watch it. I love it. I watch it every day before I go to work. And like, you know, I just have avoided it all this time. And I will say it was a good Western. It was, it was, I can see the appeal of it. And Val Kilmer's pretty great in it as Doc Holliday, you know? Yeah, I think part of why he's so good in it is because he has like 17 minutes of screen time. Yeah, I I wanted more of him in it. And I think that's probably, if I had more of him in it, I probably would not like the movie as much. But it was like the right amount. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. He's doing... He's the standout of that movie, and it's like it's like Marissa Tomei and 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 my uncle Vin, or my cousin Vinny or whatever fucking my yeah, nephew yeah. Vinny. Just the right amount, just the like that. Yeah, it's just just the right amount. Yeah, he's like, why? You know, at one point they're like, why are you here? He's like, I'm a friend of Wyatt Earp, and then the guy says, oh, I got plenty of friends, and he says, I don't. And I was like, oh god, oh you got me. I'll be a very. I'll be Huckleberry. Yeah, I identified with him. Also, great mustaches in that movie. Great mustaches. I'm, I'm Wyatt Earp, yeah. and you're Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably how it is. You know. Yeah, but it, 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 it was a peacemaker. It, it's a good movie. Surprisingly, not. Also, like, I it made me go again. Like, we did not appreciate Bill Paxton enough while he was here. He's in that movie, and like everybody in the on the Earth is in that. Every every that dude is in that movie. Uh, and Bill Paxton is one of the brothers in it. And I'm like, man, Bill Paxton just makes everything he's in a little bit better. And we didn't. It's just what's like, that, what's that dude's name? Sam. Sam. Uh. Oh shit. With the mustache, he's the he's the yeah. narrator from uh from the Big Lebowski. Sam Elliott, yeah. Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's been sixty two for about thirty <laughs> yes. years now. He really has. He's eclipsed it now because he's pro- yeah he's been like sixty. Now he's probably eighty, seventy five or something, and like he still probably looks sixty. So yeah, 
Did you? Well, you didn't watch uh, Star Wars Born. I have not watched it. No, he's in that. Well, yeah. Look, man, Star Wars Born is great for the first act. Watch that for the first act <laughs> yeah, and just turn I've the heard, movie off. You, you know, as soon as they, yeah. as soon as she gets done being on tour with him and starts making her own music, just turn that shit off. Yeah. But uh, Sam Elliott's putting on a masterclass in that fucking movie. Yeah. He's acting in that movie, and everybody else is just a clown show. <laughs> yeah. And I, it breaks my heart to say it because I love Bradley Cooper. Yeah, like, I do. Love he's it. a fucking theater nerd, you yeah. know. Like he's one. Of, he's like the male version of Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I, I I love him, but by God, Sam Elliott's acting in that movie, and everybody else is just fucking. Oh God! Just, it's a brutal movie. Just fart noise. But yeah, watch yeah. the first third of it. Watch yeah. the first third of it. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I watched that, and then I watched the. Uh, there's a really great documentary called Lost Souls: The Making of uh, the Island of Doctor Moreau. Is it Moreau? God, you have been on some fucking boring ass shit, man. Man, it's actually a really interesting documentary. It's about how Val Kilmer fucked up that movie. Val Kilmer and uh, what's his name was in it. Um, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, yeah, about how they fucked yeah. up that movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's it's an interesting documentary. Um, but anyway, I, I just, watched that. I just I, I love that you are like, let me watch a movie about a bad movie. That seems like a good use of my well, time. I, I I'm going to watch this movie about a bad movie. I chose to watch it instead of watching the bad movie. I've never seen Island of Doctor Moreau, so I. Man, I saw that shit in the movie theaters. I bet you did. It seems like something you, you remember would, those? see. Yeah. Yeah, I in love, the I cinema. love the movie theater. I love the movie theater. Hey, speaking of movie theaters, did I tell you, Did I have we recorded the podcast since I went to see Heat with Bill? No, we haven't. Yeah, tell me about that. That can be your what's what you're consuming, I guess. Well, I got something on my okay, consuming, yeah, yeah. but yeah, man, we went down to New York City. New York City. And we sat in this gorgeous... Cinema, movie theater. It looked like your state's theater that all yeah. the bands come yeah, to, yeah, that yeah. they like restored yeah. it, you mm-hmm. know? But it's New York City, so it's just like some random ass block yeah. up in Washington Heights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, look, Bill's probably yeah. seen that movie, what, 75 times? Yeah. I've probably seen the movie 15 times. And, um, I w- so Robert De Niro and um, uh, Al Pacino came out with um, the producer of the movie whose name I can't yeah. remember and I didn't know it to begin with but Bill knew him yeah. you know what I mean he's like a super producer and Michael Mann was supposed to be on stage too and so there's this moderator who's like a film critic mm-hmm. and he's meant to be asking these questions well the producer and Robert De Niro are notorious for not talking yeah and Michael Mann, he can keep up a conversation. Yeah. And so it was going to be Al Pacino and Michael Mann kind of answering all these questions. But Michael Mann tests positive for COVID, oh. so he's not there. And so it was just Al Pacino hamming it up. And De Niro and the producer just like, honestly, I felt so bad for that moderator because he was just like, they would, they would just be like, I don't even know what you just asked. <laughs> they were just like calling him out. They were like, can we just get to the movie, please? Yeah. And you know, and 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 Pacino's he's got the whole fuck crowd eating out of the palm of his Ooh, hand. Ha, it was who ha who <laughs> and it, it's that awkward situation where like some people just don't know how to act in a situation like that. Yeah. So they see a celebrity like that, they go crazy. Yeah. And there's you know, there's two people, one of them this woman, she had to be 
She had to be had a couple drinks in her. Yeah. Because she's like yelling at him. Like it's a let's ask the audience yeah. to, for their input <laughs> on this movie, you know? Um, and the only thing I'll say is the sound. God, I mean, the sound in that movie is awesome. Yeah, the sound design. And yeah. and and we were worried about like we were unsure. We were talking as we were driving down there. Like, I wonder if like, you know, there's moments in that movie that like have become almost memes. You yeah, know, there yeah, moments yeah. like she's got a great ass. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And like, how are people going to respond to some of the like second and third tier more nuanced moments? Like, yeah. is everybody going to get excited about the same moment and stuff? Yeah. And it was, it worked out beautifully. It was great. It was like seeing it with a bunch of my friends, you know, nice. everybody was on the same page. It was really fun. We had a great time. Speaking of Val um, Kilmer, Val Kilmer vehicle right there. Just another right another there, great, baby. Another great I, film. Uh, 100%. Val Kilmer. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> but the thing that I've, uh, so shout outs, Bill, for going with me down in New York for that. Um, I've watched, I've got 20 minutes left on uh, uh, a new television show on FX, which I've been watching on Hulu, uh-huh. called The Bear. Yeah, yeah, I, it's on my list. Yeah. It's the, it's the kid from Shameless. I never, okay, so I've never yeah. seen, the, I never watched Shameless. I he didn't know Lip. who this kid was. He played Lip in Shameless. Lip Gallagher. Yeah. Well. Good actor. Good. He good does, actor. Yeah. He, he does yeah, a great job. He's good, yeah. The show's good. The show's super small. It's super tight. Um, it's gotten praise so from people I, I know in the in the food industry, in the restaurant industry. So, yeah, you know, my buddy Brian, right. who has a restaurant, he's like yeah. some of the some of the kitchen drama is a little bit overblown, but in general, it really brings yeah. back a lot. For I've me. heard the it's little like, details are like, oh, the the, the mm-hmm. little things they do are like, oh yeah, that's what people do. But yeah, I have to watch that. Yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it got recommended to me by like six different people, yeah. none of which are like in the same community. Uh, yeah, and um. And one guy said it's the best show of the year. Hmm. And I said, you're saying that in the same year that Atlanta aired? Wow, <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. Also, Atlanta premieres its final season, September 15th. Yeah, we, we, we went back and forth about whether this was the last season or not. And it's it's they I, that's what we I had gotten wrong is that they announced that next season's the last season. So or the season yeah. four. So, yeah. So. Um, that's what I've been, that's really what I've been consuming. I'm, I'm digging it, man. I, I want to go, I'm, I want to go and finish it tonight. I also don't want it to be done. So yeah. I don't think it's the best show of the year. I, I think Atlanta is better. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's really up there. It's, it's great. And there's a lot Check of dad's out. rock on it. There's a lot of Wilco. Yeah. Sufjan Stevens. There's a fucking, there's a, J- a John Mayer. Uh, song on oh. there from the uh, most recent album, Sob Rock. Last Your Train Body Home. is a Wonderland. Yeah, no. Um, this good show. So I would, I, I'll, I'll put a blanket recommendation for anybody listening yeah. to the podcast. Go check out the Bear on FX cool. or on Hulu. It's on my I don't list. think you'll be disappointed. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, I also listened to that new Goose album. I mean, new. It's been out a month now, I guess. But uh, what'd you think? What's it called again? Driftfield. Driftfield. I really enjoyed half of it and then was fine for the other half of it. Some of it is like, yeah, I like I like the stuff that, the tracks that had already been released I really liked a lot. There were some that were a little more like folky sounding that it felt like the tone was a little uneven. Um, 
Sure. I kind of wanted more of like the space rock kind of shit they were doing on some of the stuff. But yeah. I, I don't I don't dislike it. I need to listen to Let it. Me tell again. You, I'm going to tell you um, right now. Probably most of the songs that you don't like were written by Peter Aspinock, the keyboard player. Okay. And all the songs that you really like are written by Rick, the, uh, the guitar player and lead singer. Lead singer. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I love to, this band. Yeah. And I tell you, I actually got I went. <laughs> So new the as since the, during our summer break I've I attended the Newport Folk Festival, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, Goose played at Newport, mm-hmm. and uh, the thing about Newport is a lot of musicians will hang out and they'll get on stage with other bands and mm-hmm. sit in with other sets and there was a lot of that and guys from Goose came on they played but um, but Peter was uh, he's the keyboard player it looks like Luigi yeah he uh, I spotted him in the crowd watching a couple uh, sets. Yeah. And I, I stood there for damn near half an hour trying to draw up the courage to go talk to him. But yeah, I didn't want to yeah. annoy him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't want to pull him out. Of, I also didn't want to bring attention to him if yeah. other people hadn't noticed it was him. So I finally mustered up the courage and just went over to him and said, what's up? I said, hey, man, you know, I really like you. <laughs> Hello, man. sir. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a hand job if that's what you want. But... <laughs> Um, that's so I cool. like that's him, cool. you know, I just don't think yeah. he's that's, I don't, I really don't like a lot of his songs. So do you feel really the same is. way you think about the album that I do about if that's the way it breaks? Um, yeah. Like, I mean, those songs weren't trash. I'm not saying it, but as a cohesive album, I felt like it had like half the album was doing one thing and then the other half was doing the other thing. And I was like, yeah. this doesn't fit together as like a great overall piece to me but i i really like the individual songs a lot and and some of the but, the less ones i mean I, I didn't hate anything on it I wasn't like this is shit it's like oh, it goes the first four songs are all good yeah and then track five i don't like six and seven i love eight and nine are peter songs i don't mm-hmm. like them and then the final song 726 is good so it's like four I, songs i on think there. that's probably where my lines are on it yeah i'll have to go back and listen again and uh and and see but you ready for me to flex uh, on you yeah just flex go ahead they've they sold out two nights at radio city music hall mm-hmm. that's uh nine thousand seat yeah room mm-hmm. they sold out red rocks yeah we went to see them then we got tickets to an after show at newport went to see them mikey was there wow in a 300 person venue damn that's awesome yeah, it was that's so cool, cool. That's really i was cool. i was close oh i think radio city's not nine thousand at six thousand yeah but okay the um I don't know how big Red Rocks is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out. But the uh, Red Rocks is nine thousand. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Okay, so um, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like Newport will do these after shows. They're like sponsored yeah. after shows, and and the money for the tickets goes to a charity of of the choice. Like the band gets to choose where the money goes, yeah. but it's a music related charity. Mm-hmm. Every single band yeah. that plays at Newport, they money goes because newport's a it's a non-profit so yeah. it's, a, it's a foundation but anyway so yeah so so like marcus mumford did an after show tallest man on earth did an after show deer tick usually always does an after show so this year on friday night fucking goose does this after show we got tickets to go and 
That's cool. I knew it was going to be cool, but I had no idea it was that small. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you, you, I, I Googled the venue and I was uh-huh. like, okay, this is like 400 people, 300 people, whatever. It was conflicting reports on how many people. But when you're in there, I'm like, oh my God, this is yeah. like a, a thimble. Yeah. You know, like I'm standing three people away from yeah. this band. I'll send you a couple pictures. That's cool. It was That's cool. cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, was it, was still out? Yeah. We, I think we skipped right over that. My hype's still out of how I'm going to do in these magic events. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, when's the next one? This Saturday. So. Is it every month, every week? It, they're, they're, it's the season for it. So the shops can or- schedule them whenever they want and they try to not overlap. So, it's regionally the next the one we have to go to this weekend is like an hour away so we'll drive up there and stuff so but is it one day or two day one day just uh afternoon okay. pretty much so it'll probably be it'll probably be 40 to 50 people again but uh, one of my friends qualified he made he got he won one of the events here in town so that was kind of cool so he's he gets to go to the thing and it just qualifies you for the event in in uh in november so in atlanta so that's kind of cool oh atl the atl yeah so yeah, we'll see how it goes. But you got to the outcast song. Yeah, uh, you got any hype still out? Whether or not we're going to record again? I I hope we do. I I always it always makes me happy when we record. So yeah, I think we will. Yeah, I, I wish. we Oh were man, we're that. exactly on time. We are. It's it's we did an hour, a tight hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So you ready to wrap this thing up? Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, you can find us online, IOLTOS.com, uh, our shitty website. And uh, you can also find us on Spotify, everywhere else where podcasts are, I think. Well, some places where podcasts are. We're probably not everywhere. Uh, I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. Email us. We never get any emails, but, you know, email us. And uh, other than that, I guess we out. That's it. And that's all. That's it. That's it. That's all. See you next time. Have a good night.